Welcome to Water Matters, a podcast from Euro, where we answer your big water questions. Where does it come from? Where does it go to? And what happens to it in between? I'm your host, Caroline Green, and today I'm talking to my colleague Oliver Lobel, and we're going to talk about water. Oliver has been Euro Secretary General for four years, and we are in the midst of a COVID pandemic, so we are recording over the internet, so please excuse any sound quality issues. So good morning, Oliver. Thanks for being here. Hello, Caroline. I'm very happy to be with you here today, even if we talk only via computer. Great, Oliver. Let's get into it. Can you tell us, what is water? Well, that's a huge question. Water, first of all, is essential for life. We cannot grow crops or survive as humans or live, have an economy without water. I think that's very clear. It is one of the most basic elements we need to survive. Without safe, clean, affordable and sustainable water for drinking and also for hygiene or for society as a whole, there is simply no society. Where does this water come from? Well, we get water from our environment. And what's so fantastic about it, it's a truly circular thing. Water services providers treat water so that we can drink it and use it without the risk of making us ill or doing us any harm. We deliver it to our homes, and workplaces, factories and restaurants. And once the water is used, water services providers collect and treat the wastewater so that it can be safely returned to the environment. And the basic objective, of course, is keeping us all healthy and preventing us from harm. That sounds very simple. What does this mean in practice? Well, in practice, there are very complex processes behind providing consumers with water services 24 hours a day and seven days a week. We are all used to that comfort. Across Europe, there are tens of thousands of water service providers in the smallest villages to the largest cities. They can be publicly or privately owned, and together they look after the water network and they maintain a stunning 7 million kilometers of pipes in Europe to keep us in safe and clean water. And what about water's use after we drink it? That's an interesting question. What the water collects along the way makes a huge difference to how it is treated in a wastewater treatment plant and how it can be used afterwards. i give you an example. Micropollutants, I mean, these are usually hazardous man-made chemicals they can enter the water cycle through everyday products such as uh, pharmaceuticals, cosmetics and detergents, products we all use. Another example are microplastics, mainly from synthetic clothing or also from car tires. Unfortunately, all of these may end up in the wastewater treatment plant and uh, affect our potential to become a truly circular sector. In this context, I think you should know that uh, wastewater contains a lot of useful components such as nutrients and cellulose that could and can be recovered. We can also produce biogas or generate heat and electricity from incineration. And last but not least, treated wastewater can be reused for irrigation purposes, for example. However, the more polluted our wastewater is, the more problematic become many of these options. And very clearly, and I think this is a key message, it is often technically possible to remove micropollutants, but doing so 
is costly and also energy intensive. And today, in most cases, the cost of this treatment is added on to water bills. So keeping a clean environment and protecting water keeps my water bill down. That's correct? In a word, yes. The fewer things that enter the water system, the fewer have to be removed. And this also works for drinking water production. Pesticides and nitrate from agriculture and other micropollutants can infiltrate water sources used for drinking water. And again, providers have to and will remove these to ensure that we are supplied with safe and clean drinking water now and in the future too. But the affordability, which is a very basic aspect of our service provision, will be negatively affected. And this is unacceptable. Does the EU or our national governments, do they do anything to protect consumers? Yes, they do. I would say the European Union has done a lot to keep people and the environment protected. There's legislation aiming to protect and improve the status of surface waters, such as lakes and rivers, but also of groundwater. But unfortunately, progress has been too slow. Our drinking water has to meet very high quality standards so that we cannot get sick and uh, the water is safe to be consumed. And our members, the water service providers, ensure that these high standards are adhered to. And also on the wastewater side, the EU is very active and operators have to treat the water so that it can be safely returned to the environment, so that neither the environment itself nor us will be impacted negatively by dirty water. You can see the results all around you and every day. Huh? Today, most of our rivers, lakes and seas are safe to swim and fish in. And I think this is a very big achievement on the wastewater treatment side. This all sounds really positive. Well, yes, it does. But the EU can and must do more. I'm very convinced of that. And here, I think I have to come back to what I said earlier about the impact of micropollutants and microplastics on our services. We have a European fundamental law, the so-called treaty, and this fundamental law stipulates some basic principles for environmental laws. And they require, for example, precautionary action and also control at source. In practice, I mean, to, to explain a bit how these uh, complicated terms translate into practical experience, it means whenever we find micropollutants or microplastics in our drinking water resources or in wastewater, then these two principles have not worked properly. So precautionary measures or controlled source measures have failed. And there's more to it. Uh, whenever your local water company has to invest in extra treatment to remove certain substances from raw drinking water or from wastewater, then another basic European requirement has failed to function, the so-called polluter pays principle. And this is also enshrined in the European fundamental uh, law, the treaty. Our message is therefore very clear. We need stronger legislation to ensure that micropollutants or microplastics are prevented from entering the water cycle in the first place. We are convinced that uh, preventing damage at the source is better than rectifying it later on. And if hazardous substances continue to be re released, 
then the responsible manufacturers should pay for the extra treatment at our plants, not the water consumer. We are convinced that applying these principles consistently would have significant environmental and human health, as well as cost benefits for all of us. And what's Euro's role in all of this? Euro is a European federation. We represent 34 national water service associations from 29 countries across Europe, from the European Union itself, but also from non-EU countries. And I think we are quite a unique knowledge platform providing solid input from all parts of Europe, north, south, east, west, from all European climatic zones, from the Mediterranean to the Arctic, and from very large to very small local service providers. So it's a very, very uh, rich source of expertise and information. And we work very closely with the European institutions to make robust legislation that protects consumers and the environment today and also in the future. Great, Oliver. Thanks for that. Thanks for introducing us to to WaterAid, what it is and what it does. Water does indeed matter to all of us, and we all have an important role in keeping our water protected. Yeah, thank you, Caroline. You are welcome. Thank you. And thank you for listening. You can follow us on Twitter and ask us your water questions there. That's at E-U-R-E-A-U, or visit our website at euro.org. Next time, we'll look at drinking water. Where does it come from and what happens to it on its journey to the tap? Until then, goodbye.